Aloha, this is Abe's Ukulele Podcast. I'm Abe. This is the podcast for ukulele players and teachers that want to get better at playing and teaching. My guest today is Chris Kamaka from Kamaka Ukulele. If you're new here, welcome. I'm glad you could join us. Usually the episodes are me talking story with a great teacher or player in the ukulele world. Sometimes it's just me sharing some helpful things I find. Either way, I'm always striving to bring you the best knowledge and inspiration to help you on your journey. If you want to help me make the show, consider buying me a coffee or leaving a tip in the tip jar. The show is completely free for you to listen to, but it does cost me time and money. Anything you can give goes a long way to keep the show going. I was recently in one of Craig and Sarah's online mini Ookfest, and oh my gosh, it was so much fun. And so many of you bought me coffee. I could make a whole show just reading off all of your names. Thank you all so very much. It was it was really, really moving uh, to get so much support. I just could not believe it. So thank you. Kamaka Ukulele is a family-run ukulele builder based in Hawaii and founded in 1916 by Sam Kamaka. They are often credited with creating the world's finest ukuleles. If you play ukulele and haven't heard of Kamaka, Seriously, where have you been? <laughs> All joking aside, it, it was so cool to visit and talk story with Chris. This episode was recorded in a working ukulele factory, so it gets a little noisy sometimes. But you know, that just makes it feel like you're really there. Without further ado, let's go. All right, Close. so I'm here in uh, Honolulu with the one and only Chris Kamaka from Kamaka Ukulele. Thank you so much for sitting down with me, Chris. It was my pleasure, Abby. Oh, man, this is so awesome to see this place. Um, so, Chris, before we get started, could you tell me a little bit about your ukulele journey and how you got to where you are now? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I guess, you know, ukulele has always been, um, you know, in our family. Mm -hmm. You know, we, 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 we grew up with... Uh, ukulele and uh we're um no we're gonna start over again we're, okay yeah let's do too much right. noise around here <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't, I didn't it's know. okay <laughs> at this point who walked in but the one and only mika kane so of course i had to ask him to be on the show but first let's get back to my chat with chris so you were saying um Okay, where were your we? <laughs> your personal ukulele journey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, you know, being ukuleles in the family, um, we grew up with ukuleles, you know, around the house all the time. Mm -hmm. And when we were um, always at family gatherings, uh, you know, aunties and uncles were all professional musicians, you mm -hmm. know, in, in town, and and they always had the the ukuleles at the parties, and we would all sit around in the parlor and uh, play and we would watch as kids, you know, we weren't really too interested as far as, you know, sitting down with the kupuna or the older ones, but um, that's actually where we first uh, got to be inspired by the, you know, the ukulele and, you know, dad always had it at home mm -hmm. and he would give us some pointers and, you know, eventually when we, uh, we got older and, you know, our peers were, well, my peers were uh, 
all good musicians and entertainers and just getting together with them is where I really started to um, uh, learn more and uh, be involved with the music. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So does that uh, tradition of playing in a group, like a Kani Kapila, does that continue today? Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. So you're one of the older ones. Now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm one of the older ones, and they always keep reminding me about that. But, um, <laughs> but it's fun. Um, you know, actually, Brian, Brian and mm -hmm. I, along with Asa and Del, were, we were the first ones that would get together. And we used to always go to this, what they call the Halava Jam. It was always during Christmas. Mm. And entertainers from all over the island would come to Asa's house mm -hmm. and sit in the parlor and just play music all night. That's awesome. You know, That's great. Yeah. I love hearing that. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's interesting. I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm only 32. I feel often old, and I, I, I'm always re reminded I'm young. Yeah. But then still, like, um, I have four kids, so it's kind of yeah. like I oh, definitely yeah, feel really old. <laughs> but it's nice to feel that the tradition come down to you, and then taking it myself, and then mm -hmm. passing it on to them. Like, yeah. I love that. It's kind of like your perspective shifts. Yeah. And then you realize, like, without even like learning things from my elders mm -hmm. i learned so much just like growing up it's yeah. like now i know what it's like yeah it's yeah like, no in man. fact though do your kids play are they um my they oldest young? son kind of plays he's eight oh, okay. he actually has two ukuleles we built one together like a, a kit like a do-it-yourself right, kit right. um and then we won one from a, a, a sweepstakes online so he has a really nice romero creations ukulele, oh, cool. like an excess yeah. super small it's good for him yeah, yeah, um yeah. He doesn't play that much yet, but he's also in my classes at my school. So I teach him, and starting in the third grade especially is when I he's going to be in third grade next year. So wow. that's when they really get a lot more ukulele training for K through 2, mostly just here, hold it and play around with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they have that in, the, in, in your school because mm -hmm. uh, it kind of died off here in the islands mm -hmm. because of budgets, mm -hmm. you know, budget cuts and um the governor now has mentioned that he wanted wants to try and bring back ukulele mm -hmm. in the in the school system which is great but uh yeah you know and i mm -hmm. you have three boys and three boys and one girl yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> the girl was the last one? Oh no girl's third oh okay my girl was the last one oh, okay so yeah. she's the she's the baby the yeah. sweetheart <laughs> yeah 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 hmm. and they all play you know they they've um only me, only one of them really plays professionally now. Mm -hmm. uh, Christopher, who's not here today, he's uh, on the outer island. But uh, um, they've all all got a little bit of music introduction, you know, mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. family and friends. So yeah, and that's what um, it's great. That's what Brian's doing, right? Working in the schools yeah. to Brian's bring it back. Brian's teaching up with Camembert. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I loved seeing that. It was kind of surprising to me to learn about that, like. Ukulele is dying out in schools. What? That that yeah. can't happen in Hawaii. Yeah, you know. So we're 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 really trying to improve on that. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I don't know if you know Leo, who's involved with that uh, uh, music for life uh, I'm foundation. I don't know. Well. He's he's introduced ukuleles into the library system mm -hmm. here, and what you can what kids can do is borrow 
Mm -hmm. ukulele it's like they're borrowing books yeah. you know from the library and mm -hmm. they just did something last night at the main library with jake and taimani oh yeah I they heard played and uh my dad went actually with my brother so oh, awesome. it was it was fun to see that's a good way to kick it off with those yeah. two. Oh, yeah <laughs> come get ukuleles guys <laughs> yeah but that's it's another way to to get the instrument out there mm -hmm. you know to maybe kids that really can't afford um mm. Ukulele awesome. now, you know. Yeah, and it's a good program. Mm -hmm. I hope it takes off really in all the libraries. Yeah, I I've heard of different places on, on the mainland that are getting that. Yeah, I want them to come to my yeah. <laughs> my libraries, but uh, <laughs> it's it's inspiring. I think that's awesome. I can't imagine like growing up renting musical instruments for free yeah. from the library. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, sometimes people will will talk to me about like things they wish they had. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish I could borrow books for free. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, libraries, yeah, libraries, they're they're amazing. They're just getting better all the time. <laughs> yeah, sheesh. So, do you often play um, gigs, or is it mostly these days just kind of kapilas and building ukuleles? Well, of course, I'm here full time. Mm -hmm. You know, at the shop, I'm I'm uh, basically the production manager mm -hmm. and i check each instrument you know before it's sent out mm -hmm. which is um, my primary but i also monitor the you know the production the daily production mm -hmm. and work together with my foreman eric uh Vosbrink. and my brother casey also works here uh, part-time he's a pilot you know mm. with hawaiian but uh, um, he comes and does a lot of our uh, research and development kind of stuff and does all of our custom work mm -hmm. but um and i i do still play music mm -hmm. uh, professionally we play weekly over at the outrigger reef oh nice tomorrow night actually saturday oh, night and um uh, we just got back from japan we had a couple concerts last weekend there oh, cool yeah and it's more hawaiian music we've been together for about 30 30-something mm -hmm. years, but we still enjoy it, you know, and they mm -hmm. still dance to our music, so they mm -hmm. still invite us to come. So That's great. It's fun. And I get to travel every so often for, for work here as far as, uh, you know, with our distributors mm -hmm. and, and, and dealers and stuff. So yeah. that's important to me too, just to, to be accessible, be out there, you know, for our customers and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Nice. Do you have any um, albums yeah. where people can listen to your music? Yeah, we have uh, 12 recordings that we did through the 33 years that we've been performing. Mm -hmm. um, I also um, have another uh, recording that I did as a duet oh, okay. with Hemapa'a, which means strong left mm -hmm. in Hawaiian. Hema is left, pa'a is you know, steadfast, but uh, that, that was fun. I play out at the Aulani every Monday with Baba. Oh, okay. On that, yeah. So awesome. I still keep busy with my music. That's my relaxation. Mm -hmm. And and it's the only hard part is actually driving down to the Aulani. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic's crazy. Oh, yeah. That time of the day, you know. Mm. But I still love my music and enjoy it. Nice. That's great to hear. Yeah. I love hearing these stories of uh, people that play and build. 
I don't know how you have time to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what people ask me, but I guess it's, it's, or they tell me, but you know, I have a wife that's very understanding mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's a real, always been supportive, you know, of, of my work and, mm-hmm. and that's, that's one big part of it. I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm here for the week and I brought my wife along. It's yeah. like part vacation, but also it's part like I'm dragging her along with yeah, me to yeah, these yeah. ukulele things. She doesn't play. She doesn't I've, play. I've taught, I've tried to teach her a few times, but you That's know. okay. So maybe she can learn a dance or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was thinking if she could take hula lessons, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know if she wants yeah. to, but yeah. yeah. I, I, I proposed the idea of surfing lessons, like mm. learn how to surf. And she's like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> We're here. Um, this is my second time here, and I the first time I came, uh, I took surfing lessons, and it was out on Waikiki, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. But I don't know. I feel like my my temperament isn't for those types of extreme. Like I used to snowboard also, and it's oh, kind of wow. like yeah, my my it's son fun is for a good a while. snowboarder. Oh yeah, yeah but I, I remember uh, I tried skiing once, but no, mm-hmm. my ankles were just couldn't handle it. But, mm. My wife and I, we enjoy watching <laughs> when we're at the, the lodge, you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll still watch like the X games and things like that yeah, every now yeah. and then. Oh, but those guys are amazing. Yeah. Sometimes, I don't know. I can't, I can't imagine myself doing it. I'll try, you know. Yeah. I'll get into it. And then after all, it's like, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Things no. like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So back to ukuleles. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kamaka ukuleles are known as some of the best in the world. So I was wondering what are some of the design decisions that you think went into making them what they are? I think for us, um, the, the design is basically um, following what my grandfather and what my, my, my dad had laid the foundation, you know, for mm-hmm. um, what to look for. Um, and from there, we kind of built uh, as far as design and research and design, um, you know, Casey actually has a big hand in in, in um, creating and maintaining uh, consistency as mm-hmm. far as with our instruments. And my dad always told me that you know, consistency, uh, keeping trying to keep the sound consistent, and you know, maintain using good quality material mm-hmm. and, and 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 hardware. And having good craftsmen to train and 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 just you know do a good job as far as finishing and setting up, then you shouldn't have any problem. Mm-hmm. You know that's what he always said. And the the, the bottom line is the sound, mm. and that's that's uh, key to maintaining a good quality instrument. Mm. So does Kamaka? build with a lot of different woods or is it primarily koa what i see is mostly koa is that true yes primarily koa we use um uh, mahogany Mm -hmm. for the neck and rosewood for the bridge and fingerboard Mm -hmm. as well as ebony for some of our uh, uh, higher end Mm -hmm. uh, instruments or by request Mm -hmm. And our hardware is all from Germany and Japan. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, um, Kamanka is the first ukulele company in Hawaii, 1916? Uh, right? Not the first, but um, that's when it was established as far oh, okay. as when we started. But uh, before that, there were 
you know, older uh, manufacturers mm-hmm. at the time. And then... Um, Have you outlasted them? Are they still here? Yeah, no, no. They're, they've, they've long... Uh, oh, okay. They've long uh, discontinued uh, from my grandfather's time, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when my dad took over, he was the, the only one, really. Mm-hmm. In the... Um, he took over in the late 50s. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So one thing you are the first at is creating pineapple ukuleles. Yeah, my. Um, <laughs> I was wondering what what makes a pineapple ukulele so special besides just being a pineapple. I guess because uh, my grandfather actually um, designed it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, wanted to experiment with the sound. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot easier to bend that that oval shaped ukulele because mm-hmm. at that time he only had a, a pipe. Mm. with the heating element in there mm-hmm. and just soaking the wood bend and bending it by hand. Mm. So um, it's a lot easier rather than having to bend the waist, you know, <laughs> like on the figure eight. Yeah. And and uh, that's how it was derived though. From mm. the, Do you still use a pipe to bend today? No, okay. no. We've got uh, <laughs> bending machines, but sometimes for... Certain things we do, we still use uh, that type of, just to get, you know, maybe little tighter tighter bands on certain mm-hmm. things. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, in the entire history of Kamaka, there's only been two signature artist models, mm. Jake and uh, Herb Ota. Herb right? Ota, yeah. yeah. Can you tell me about a little bit about, um, I, personally, I know a lot about Jake's, um, and I've played it, and I think it's awesome. But um, I want to know what, well, it's kind of two questions. First, what is, I guess, the big deal about Herb Otasan's uh, ukulele? And uh, are there any more that are coming out? Well, for, uh, for Herb Ota, uh, there's a Herb Ota and Herb Jr., mm-hmm. Herb Ota Jr. Um, uh, Otasan's ukulele was developed along with my dad. Uh, they're they're very good friends, mm-hmm. and um, he wanted to create a, a little different tone. Uh, so it's more like a, like a little a little dreadnought mm-hmm. uh, shape ukulele, mm-hmm. and uh, or like a big teardrop. But um, it gave it a little more depth as far as on the low end, mm-hmm. and um, um, we've kind of designing uh, another one. Um, a little bigger one hmm. for Herb Jr. Okay, you know, and uh, uh, we made Herb uh, his dad's shape uh, in a little bigger model, and mm-hmm. uh, he really enjoys it. So uh, hmm. we see what happens from there. Oh, that's great! <laughs> so it's like a what, like a tenor bell, yeah, or something. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see. So that they call it. It used to be called the Ota model, uh, not not Herb Junior's one, but the, his dad's. Mm-hmm. And now we just call it the concert bell. Okay. Yeah. Do you know if there there will ever be a baritone bell? <laughs> um, well, we haven't uh, actually built a, a mold for that, but that good good possibility, you know. Because you said more bottom end, right? Yeah. With the bell. Yeah. It's getting close to a guitar, That's though. That's true. That's true. Are you ever going to make guitars here? <laughs> we did. We oh, used okay. to make guitars. That's right. You did. Back in the uh, 60s uh, and 70s. Um, uh, 
we used to have a couple guys or a guy here that did some on consignment, built mm-hmm. ukuleles here. His name was Eric Kingsbury. Mm. And um, then my dad also built a lot of classicals. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, my grandfather built some uh, steel uh, guitars uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. And then my dad, a few classical guitars, but uh, mm-hmm. not too many, but... We still have a few of those floating around. Mm. Yeah. Will they ever come back into production? We'd like to. My oh, brother okay. and I had had uh, talked about it, and but now we're just really uh, sl- getting slammed with ukuleles. But mm-hmm. uh, it's which is a good thing. But uh, we, <laughs> we'd like to hopefully maybe get back into that when yeah. we have, when we get a chance. I can imagine the demand must be super high for it's, a kamaka. Yeah. No, we've been. We've been blessed, you know, over the years and uh, uh, very fortunate and uh, appreciative, you know. Mm. Well, they're good ooks, so. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's a lot, but you can't complain. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah, yeah, you know. So about back to the signature ooks, are there any mm. more that might be uh, coming out in the next few years or so that you can talk about? Um, Without dropping names, of course. Yeah, there are. There are probably going to be some others that we're going to be kind of introducing within the next few years, uh, maybe to showcase, uh, you know, some of the entertainers that have passed on. But uh, there are a few that um, we're going to try and uh, attribute those Mm. signature models to, but... uh, should be hearing about that within the next few years, I know. Awesome. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I want to see. Um, well, every kamaka I've ever played has been incredible. So well, you're yeah. doing a good job. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> Just you. from my humble opinion. Yeah, we, we're, we're still having fun, you know. It's it's a lot of work. and uh, But, you know, I've got a good crew, mm-hmm. good, good crew here, a good family, and... Uh, I consider them a family and uh, very dedicated. And uh, in that sense, we're, we're very fortunate. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, before we go, do you have any shout outs you want to make or uh, things you want people to know about within the next year? Uh, just um, biggest aloha to all of you out there that uh, enjoy the ukulele. And uh, if it, you know, just so happy that it can bring a lot of joy to your you personally as well as the as your family and uh, just continue to as my dad would say keep strumming. Awesome, yeah. Yeah. Well, Chris, thank you so much for sitting down with me. You're welcome, man, and have a good time. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that was helpful and insightful for you. You can find out more about Kamaka Ukulele at kamakahawaii.com. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general, share it with a friend. It just might make their day. It helps the show reach a wider audience and it only takes a moment of your time. To learn more about me, my music, or just get in touch, hit the feedback link in the show notes or go to ukuleleabe.com. Thanks again for stopping by. I'll talk to you later. Aloha! Aloha!